1059 at Radio Free America. This is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. And welcome everybody to our Daily Gun Show. We come to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern to talk about guns for about an hour. A little bit night, late tonight because uh, never enough ammo stayed late because of the holiday or whatever. So we got some people jumping in from all over the country. We've got uh, Dead Horse jumping in from Utah. Thanks for joining us. Howdy. Thanks for having me. Just fell over here. we got uh, Fine Ape jumping in from where you at? Michigan? Minnesota, eh? Oh. And uh, thanks for the uh, invite. Bet. Thanks for jumping in. And then we got uh, Taters, who is in Michigan, who is may or may not be here right now. Uh, so then we're uh, broadcasting this on Gun Channel. All right, on uh, what is it called? YouTube and uh, simulcasting it over on GunChannels.com. And if somebody wants to jump in, you give us a link, or we can give you a link over on Gun Channels. There's some links out there to people. And uh, yeah, we're live. So. Uh, some effort in interactive communication here, the new media. So be part of the show and join in the conversation. Use the text chats out there. So it's Wednesday. Normally we talk about entertainment. Sometimes we do a good idea, bad idea. Sometimes we look at the Instagrams. Uh, but I don't have much in the schedule tonight, so whatever we want to do, we can do. Starting a little bit late, like I say, because of Matt. Anybody watching Matt's show? No, not I. I didn't have the time tonight. I started watching maybe like the first five minutes, and then got involved in something else. And before you know it, four hours later, he's still alive. Yeah, he was spending a lot of time talking about uh, van stuff earlier, which is kind of fun for me. But uh, sounds like he's getting a bug for uh, watching the videos and stuff for channels to drive around in vans or go camping in vans. Uh, doing the tiny house type of stuff and uh, school buses. All right, well, what's the last gun movie you watched? Dead Horse? Oh, gosh. Uh, last real gun movie? Um, what was it? Probably Rambo. Rambo was on the other day. I said, it was Rambo... Uh, which, which is the one where he goes to Afghanistan to re rescue the colonel? Is that three? Or? No, two. Oh, two. Well, okay. Rambo 2, First Blood Part 3. So it's the third in the series, but Rambo 2. Okay. So that, that was on uh, AMC the other day. And I sat there and watched I, most of that, like the last three quarters of it. Because I usually don't skip past a Rambo movie. So that's one of the best Rambos because... It's the shitty movie or whatever, but when you know how he drives down that hole into some sort of a big cabin, canyon or cavern or something? Yeah, it's like a big cave, right? Right. So as he's about to jump down there, there's a scene where his little friend from Afghanistan standing next to him and he's got a chest rig on and I own that chest rig. I bought that off of eBay one time. So there's a thing that is in the movie Rambo 2 that I own. So And that's what Bob wore when we went to the Red Dawn Rocks and... He uh, did the hard bark pose from Red Dawn next to the Red Dawn rocks, wearing the chest rig from 
uh, Rambo 2. So, I liked Rambo I 2. think that's awesome. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like the movie, but uh, that was on eBay one time, and I forgot what it, it was. It was affordable. Like, at the time, I think I was working at AOL, so I had more money than I do now. But it was, like, an affordable thing to buy. And I was like, I never even knew you could buy stuff like that. This is when I was first learning eBay, I think, like, figuring out you could buy stuff like that online. And, uh, yeah, I bought it. Come with a little piece of paper from the prop studio or whatever, and it's got like wooden um, magazine like things to, you know, give it the sh keep the shape. But it's completely prop. Like it, there's nothing about it that's actual surplus. It's kind of neat. And if you freeze frame it, I've, back in the day I freeze framed it. I've got those pictures somewhere. You can totally tell. It's like the, you know, same rips and colors and tears and stuff. It's pretty neat. Um, finite last gun movie you seen? I'm no, actually, I'm actually still trying to think about what was the last gun movie I watched. Um, you know when you put that Mister Knives sticker there, it looks like he's in the chat. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. Um, and I've been real busy. The last movie I watched was uh. UHF with uh, Weird Al Yankovic that had some parts of gun movies in UHF. it. But... UHF or whatever it's called? Yeah, UHF. Um, what part of guns are in there? It's basically does like a parody of Rambo for like five minutes. Um, oh, that's right. Where he's got like the big muscle, fake muscle suit on and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, no, it probably have to be T2. Because I popped that in um, probably about a month ago or so. Yeah, it's T2. Right, Which is well, always a good kind of movie. Mm -hmm. We have a... Uh, links out there so if anybody else wants to join but we're going to take a moment for a special commercial break Bunny, where's the spatula? Okay kids let's go There's just one place to go for all your spatula needs Spatula City! Spatula City! A giant warehouse of spatulas for every occasion thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color and because we eliminate the middleman, we can sell all our spatulas factory direct to you. Where do you go when you want to buy name brand spatulas at a fraction of retail cost? Spatula City! Spatula City! And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquidation sale. Buy nine spatulas, get the tenth one for just one penny. Don't forget, they make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with the gift of a spatula? Spatula City! Spatula City! Hello, this is Cy Greenman, president of Spatula City. I like their spatulas so much, I love the company. Spatula City! Seven locations! We're in the yellow pages under spatulas! My, where did you get that lovely spatula? So Black Friday sale, uh, nine spatulas, tenth spatula for just a penny. Oh crap! Was I locked on eight the whole time? Oh well. Good. I, I don't know. 
Then they get copyright strike then. <laughs> you could hear it at least, right? I I heard it. Uh, I'm gonna hit the live button on the actual feed here. Let's go back thirty seconds. Yeah, you were locked on me, but mm -hmm. link, link, link. Well, midnight. You should uh, know where you can find a link, link, link. Or are you talking about Matt's uh, gaming partner who he likes to play his little video games with? Wait, what? I'm looking over on the uh, YouTube's. Frycook is uh, apparently having a Slim Jim induced seizure. Oh yeah. All right. Well, Taters isn't even here. He's just holding the chair. So. Uh, no, I'm here. Oh, so what's the last gun movie you seen? I don't watch very many movies, honestly. I think the last one I saw was Deadpool 2. That's not really a gun movie, but it had some guns in it. Yeah, he carries around Desert Eagles all the time, right? Yep. Desert Eagles, MP5s, a couple other Downloaded uh, Deagles. Because he can only have six instead of seven. You know what's annoying when you don't have Amazon or Netflix? What I did like about having Amazon and Netflix is I could go back and look at my history and figure out what movies I'd been watching. And my new streaming service doesn't have that feature, so I don't know what movies I've been watching. I think. I've been watching a lot of science fiction, though, so it would be stuff with... I, I watched the... Um, I forget which the name all the Star Wars are. The one where they have the ninja in it, and they go down to a planet and have to like aim a radar dish at a little... Sports field hole. Rogue One. The one with the, the girl. Smart ass, uh, the stormtrooper. Trooper. Yeah, and the black. No, no. No. Is it the basketball robot? You mean the real tall one? I don't know if it's the that... black stormtrooper. No, no, the black, um, like, well, stormtrooper robot. I don't know what those things are. The like. They're not Darth Vader robots, but they're like the robots that help the stormtroopers. Yeah, Rogue One. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, the guy who ain't Han Solo but acts like Han Solo in that movie has uh, an AR-15 receiver-looking thing that's a gun, a laser gun in the future. Anybody notice that? I don't think I can screen capture that. I'd probably get copyrighted. Or show up screen still. I didn't notice that, but I know in the other Star Wars movies the newer ones with captain phasma the chrome stormtrooper lady her blaster has a tapco stock on it hmm. yep. carrying on the proud star wars tradition of uh, taking existing firearm and firearm related objects and making them into laser pistols yeah, i think well, I yeah. could... whoa that's the wrong one i can screen capture or, I mean, I can show a picture off the internet of that gun. That's, I guess, the gun that Captain Cassian Andor carried around. They might, you know, you didn't notice that? I couldn't help it because he holds it up kind of like a high ready or whatever, like kind of in front of his face, like a temple index or something. So I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to show it to me. I'm going to see it. It's right there. Can't help but notice an AR receiver being waved around in your face when you're watching Star Wars. 
Yeah, he, lower, he upper. He's in an alley. Yeah, at some point he's oh, in yeah. an alley. Like at the beginning of the movie, I think. So I was I, I just play him on the thing and you know I'm paying attention to other shit. I just glanced over. And I'm like, that's an AR receiver, isn't it? Oh, I didn't look back. I'm like, yeah. No, I think someone needs to build that. I think we all know who uh, is most uh, capable of doing something like that. Twenty-two, right? It, Obviously, it's... Taters, because he has the he has that uh, that magazine coming to him. Well, he has like that. Uh, you know, he's already he's already done like I I don't know what you put like cosplay builds like Raccoon City and stuff. So he's he's already into that cosplay like thing because he has guns from the uh, he's building another one right now, aren't you, Taters? Uh, from Resident Evil. Yep. Yeah, I like the uh, I like the I don't know if I'd call them cosplay, but I like cloning guns from like games and movies and stuff that I like. Yeah, if it was cosplay, none of it would be functional. All these actually work. And I'd be dressing up, yeah. He dresses up like the female. Not playing like Mila, Mila, Mila Yovovich or whatever. Whatever her name yeah. is. No, those those movies are so bad. So, Dead Air again. Yeah, I watched our Band of Brothers has been on in the specific, and I have the box sets, but they've just been on TV. So every time that, you know, I'm like seeing what's on TV and one of those are on, I definitely stop and we'll watch that. Oh, yeah. Speaking of dead air, they make really good uh, suppressors. I'm waiting on uh, a dead air suppressor to or silencer to be out of ATF jail right now. Oh, yeah. Which one? The uh, Dead Air Sandman S. It's a 30 cal silencer. Cool. Gonna mate that to a uh, blackout. Uh, I'm putting QD attachments on like pretty much everything. So, yeah, it's it'll it'll eventually find its way on a 300 blackout. So basically, just open up your cabinet and you get a muzzle. You get a muzzle device. You get a muzzle device. You get a muzzle device. Not you. Yep, yep pretty much. You're an asshole. You don't get one. <laughs> All right. That's kind of neat. Are so, there any up? Oh. I was gonna say, are there any upcoming gun movies that you guys know about that you're looking forward to? That you know they're coming out soon because I know a lot of movies get released around Christmas time, right? Uh, yeah, it kind of seems like um, well, like some of the big blockbusters, like Star Wars and the Marvel ones, seem to come out for Christmas because I think they've kind of figured out that they've got like the week of Christmas. People or kids usually have like that whole week off, and then like the week of New Year's, people get off or have off there, so it's um. Yeah, kind of more profitable for them. Um, trying to think if I've seen any trailers of anything that's coming out other than that. Uh, uh, what's the one with the electric yellow rodent that apparently talks? Um, Pokemon? Yeah. Yeah, the detective one. So I'm looking at, I just typed in 2019 movies. 
the internet and it looks like the internet has already figured out what movies are going to happen next year. Mm-hmm. You got Captain Marvel, which is a girl, and there's no guns in that. Uh, Avengers film, probably no guns in that. What's Dark Phoenix? Uh, that's from the X-Men. Uh, the chick who plays Phoenix in the X-Men. That's so where she goes all evil like and turns into Dark Phoenix. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. I imagine there'll be a couple of guns shooting at the bat, maybe. Well, yeah, we need you need something for the humans to do against the hundred foot tall uh, animals. So you got Star Wars. Monitor. What? So that poor monitor lizard. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Wars Episode Nine. Spider Man from Far From Home. New Mutants, Hellboy. They usually have fake guns in Hellboy. There's a John Wick Parabellum. John Wick. Yeah, John Wick should be a decent gun movie. A new Terminator, too. Unlimited, untitled, uh, equal action. Men in Black, action. Really? A new uh, Terminator? Uh, uh, Men in Black? It says MIB. Men in Black. MIB 5 now, are we? Maybe different people, probably, huh? A Zombie Land 2 action. Anybody going to watch that? Oh, I'm super yes. excited for that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. The first one. What's this thing called? Captive State. Looks like some kind of red fog with some dude standing there. Captive State. It's science fiction, so there might be guns in it. Spies and Spies looks like some sort of like animated comedy. But like James Bond, maybe? At Pet Cemetery. that guy hates guns and wrote a book about how much he hates guns, but uses guns all the time in his fucking shows. Sorry, Angelina. Somehow I don't think that Mary Poppins 3 will have any guns in it. The kid who would be king has a sword. That doesn't look like a big gun movie thing, except for John Wick. There's a Charlie's Angels, it says. But... Terminator. Uh, Terminator's always big gun movies. Yes, so... And no, Joker. There's supposed to be a new Joker uh, movie coming out. And usually Batman Joker movies have guns. And um, what's the guy's name who's playing the Joker? Uh, no, it's a different guy. Phoenix? Yeah, Joaquin, oh, yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. That could be interesting. Uh... Oh, yeah, there's a new uh, not-quite-so-giant uh, robot movie coming out that... Uh... Bumblebee, Bumblebee movie. Oh, yeah. I watched the preview for that. doesn't look like there's any guns in it, though. It looks um, like the movie except with Transformer in it. Yeah. Um, sorry, Sarge. I don't think anyone has bothered to try and reanimate Heath Ledger. He's not even the best Joker. He's the... All right, who is who would you say is the best Joker then? Is that a real question? I'm asking simply for you to clarify. To <laughs> state your I am asking you to state your opinion, sir. Jackie, man, come on now. Uh, I just think that they're two different joke two two different jokers to really compare them. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I really like Heath Ledger, but uh I don't know, man. I liked him. He was really good, but 
I just can't Besides give him Jack the win. Is, Jack is not the best Joker. The best Joker is Mark Hamill. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, if we're yeah if we're, I was talking live action, but yeah, Mark Hamill's definitely best Joker. I mean, he had a gun. It was a gas gun, I think. He had that big old long giant revolver too. That Man. half the time would shoot, and half the time would uh, just a flag would pop out of it that said "bang." But sometimes it would shoot. And sometimes it would shoot the bang flag out. Oh, there's going to be a new Hellboy, and he has a big revolver, right? Like, he carries a big ass gun. Yeah, that uh, five-shot Samaritan. Yeah. Which was either on one of your chats or one of Tater's chats. I think we found out what it was actually based off of. So will they keep using that same gun or go, oh, we have to make a new gun because it's a new movie? They use the same gun in the first two movies, right? So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this is a reboot. It's a new universe. It's is not it still? still oh, it's not. Nope. It's the guy. Have you seen Stranger Things? Yeah. yeah. You know the guy that plays the sheriff or whatever, the one that. Yeah. Uh, he's playing. Him. Oh wow. Hmm. I don't know. Is the Samaritan like something that's actually an iconic piece of his kit from the comics, or is it something they just made for the movies? I have no idea. I've never never read the comics. It was like a prequel. Hellboy begins, so we're going to see him uh, kicking ass in the latter days of World War II as a young kid. an R-rated reboot, so it doesn't look like it's directed at the youngins. I don't know. I guess they finally or the studio saw that, hey, an R-rated comic book movie, Deadpool, printed money. Logan printed money, rated R. How about we try making them rated R or R-rated movie instead of being PG-13? <laughs> The sound of silence. Well, if you look at a poster for the new Hellboy, he's just holding the sword. Let's take a look at this Hellboy 2019. But there's no like official trailer for the new one yet. Um, hold on here. Let me hit the back button. Uh, Hellboy first official look 2019. Hellboy new trailer 2019. Hellboy 2019 review first reviews. Not it's not good. And these range from October 3rd to 10 hours ago and seven hours ago. Let's pull up this poster here. Let's go screen share. 
screen one, share. Yeah, so here's the theatrical poster. I never bothered watching either of the old Hellboys until like way later. Like I didn't see them till just a few years ago, and uh, I liked them. I thought they were pretty good. Is there any movies or uh, TV shows or like sports or anything that it's like a must-watch for you guys on on Thanksgiving? Uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade in the morning, and then this year I think I'm going to start watching Forrest Gump. For no apparent reason, I just like Forrest Gump. There you it's go. A, it's a movie for all seasons. Yep. I just decided it was going to be Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, for me, not really. It's going to be lunch, then a nap, then uh, probably supper from the leftovers of lunch. I don't know. I think I'm gonna like put in like Boondock Saints tomorrow. Oh, that'll be That's my favorite movie. <laughs> I really like the first one. I didn't care for the second one. I like both. They should have the same act, one actor in it for the second one. But oh well, like, it, I enjoyed both. First one was just great. Second one was I, I thought it was good. Never seen it. Haven't seen either of them. You guys are traveling for uh, Thanksgiving or anything, or do you have Thanksgiving at uh, your guys' house? You guys cooking at all? Uh, I'm making a side. We're going to my wife's aunt's house. We normally go to her grandma's, but this year we're going to her aunt's. It's only about 10-minute drive. It's right down the street. I prefer it that way. Might go to my dad's house for a little while after that, but... Not actually, like, traveling. Yeah, similar situation here. Just throwing together cookie salad and then, yeah, like 10 minutes down the highway. Guys are lucky. I don't know how I get talked into cooking every year. Man, I'll probably just volunteered to host Christmas this year instead. So. Ah. Uh, well, Sarge says he'll be traveling tomorrow. 
around the county in a circle. Oh, are you part of that uh, big? What just happened there, fine? Was that him? Yeah. I opened a window or something, or like what the hell happened? Or if I was, it was like he fell out of a truck while I was going in 90. Yeah, fine. Your mic's messed up, buddy. Yeah, that's weird. So, yeah, either he has uh, a leak or something's going on. It sounded like you, like the mic got stuck out the a truck window or something, but you can see it's like it's right there at its bench. So that was yeah, tornado something. Thanksgiving tornado came blowing through. Oh, sure. So I guess he is traveling. So it looks like he's got a bench, but that bench is on a large airplane that he's traveling with. Nope. Every time you try and talk fine, we just get massive static. Weird. All right. Well, it's just sort of devolving into a BS session. So uh, there's a bunch of people watching, but we're not getting many uh, gun-related questions or anything. So we'll keep going if people want. Otherwise, uh, we can wrap it up. I don't know if there's going to be something else. Uh, going on after this, like a live session or anything, over on the gun channels. I have no clue. If uh, maybe Tater will throw us up a lobby. See, I already got his thing from the other day. We did. Uh, we had a bunch of people order stuff on Friday, so during the show on Friday, we uh, gave away a couple of uh, basically bonus packs that went in the mail with the stuff that people bought and. I think it was Gary and Cycle that won them. And uh, Cycle has already posted a video of that, so that's cool. It's always cool to post the video. I appreciate it. Let's people know that we're out there as a store and that we've got cool stuff, but it also lets me know that you got the stuff okay. And uh, you know, we'll make sure everybody's getting their stuff, make sure the packaging works and that kind of stuff. All right, well, so uh, a lot of people out there, so I hate to shut it down, but everybody's just kind of... Oh, now. Turn it. oh, now you're back. Sounds okay. Good. And I guess Google wants to infringe upon my First Amendment right as well as my second. So Ozzy was talking about Strike back when we were talking about shows before he said he was watching it. He's asking, has anybody seen the series Strike Back? He says he's got all five seasons on DVD. I know Bob loved it. He thought it was the greatest movie ever, or the greatest show ever. Did you guys ever watch Strike Back from Canada? I don't uh, so. Nope. Oh, well then. I've uh, never heard of it. Okay, then I'd recommend it. It's from Cinemax, and it's pretty good. It's uh, kind of like SWAT or something. So it's like uh, the uh, adventures of a, like a team of cops. It's pretty good. Uh, filmed in Canada. Well made. Lots of guns. I've never ever heard of it. Oh, yeah. 
why we brought it up then. So uh, yeah, it's called Strike Back. They use a lot of EZ58s, if I recall, recall correctly. Um, check, make sure I'm not mixing it up with something else. Oh no, I'm thinking of a different show. So Strike Back is different. It is based on the novel by a former British SAS officer. It follows the exploits of two ex-military present-day bound by tragedy what happened in their past, an SAS sergeant and an ex-MI6 agent. Years after the tragedy that brought them together, they're called to right wrongs across the world. So no, it's a different show than I was thinking of. So this one is more like uh, they're operators. And they're kind of like, well, it says British SAS and MI6. So they're running around doing all kinds of like crazy operator stuff. And their like boss is always like a hot chick. In England, all their special ops are run by super hot chicks. So it's kind of like a mashup of the A-Team and Charlie's Angels, only with the Angels being dudes. And Charlie being a chick. The opposite, Charlie's Angels, because Charlie's a hot chick and the Angels are dudes. Mm -hmm. And it's not funny like the A-Team. It's more it's more like Jack Bauer. What was that show, 24? 24. It's like that show without all the weird stuff and more guns. Mm -hmm. I've seen a bunch of them. I don't know how many. What do you say? There's five, or five seasons? Uh, yeah. I, don't, I haven't seen that many of them, but I've seen a bunch. It got a little bit frustrating. Like every time one of their like bosses would get old, they'd bring in a newer, younger chick. And I'm like, dang, they have like an endless supply of like capable hot chicks that run the British Secret Service. Mm -hmm. Patriots asking how many on the panel have done a blind challenge. Dead horse, you've done a blind challenge? No, I have not yet. Of course, you hate blind people and you don't like guns. Uh, Finite, done a blind challenge? Why, yes, I have. It's on my lovely Dan Wesson revolver, and you can find it on Gunstreamer, GunTube, and uh, that uh, little video platform that uh, you that uh, Google has. I forget what it's called. Video tubes, I think. I thought um, it was you, video. Face you? Anyway, anyway uh, yeah. Taters, you've done a Patriots blind challenge? No, I haven't pointed a camera at it, but I've like closed my eyes, and I know that's not really the point of it, but just to, out of curiosity, I'll probably point a camera at it one day, one of these days. Well, let's see. So Jay Monty's asking, can anyone guess how long it'll take till high prowers increase in value since they're stopping production this year? Hmm... I don't know. It depends. Are you talking like Browning made high powers or surplus high powers? Because surplus is, I mean, that's always going to increase unless it was like a real shit gun to begin with, but high powers aren't. I think it's going to be 10 years. 10 years before you see a serious increase in them to where, because the market's this still going to be filled full of them and we need a lot more people to want them before there's become really desirable so a lot of guns i see going out of you know going the way of the ghost it seems to be uh, around 10 years before they really you know 
started to become rare on the market. Well, here's kind of a thought. Um, was the high power like big in any real popular TV show, maybe say 20, 30, 40 years ago or so? Because what I think will happen is anyone who saw that as a kid and really wanted one, really wanted one, once they get to be maybe about 30-ish or 40, you know, have disposable income, maybe they don't have kids, and like, oh, hey, I've always wanted one of these. Oh, they don't make them anymore. Well, I guess I, I really want it, so I guess I'm willing to pay or paying, pay a little more to get it. I agree with that, but I think there's initially going to be a spike like right after they cease production because people are going to be wanting the last couple that are left, and there will be like resellers. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't think that'll last long. That'll be like temporarily, like artificially inflated prices. Mm -hmm. Kind of the guys like, oh, they don't make them anymore. These might be worth something in the in a little bit. So yoink. Serpico, Al Pacino uses one. McHugh, John Wayne uses one. The Taking of Pelham, one, two, three. Robert Shaw carries one. French Connection, Gene Hackman carries one. So it's possible that something like that could be a thing. Force 10 from Navarone, it was used in. Hmm. Sea Wolves. Bad guys hmm. used any which way you can. Raiders Lost Ark, Harrison Ford used one. Final option, they used them. It's awesome. Sudden Impact, so they used one. Streets of Fire. The chick used one. Beverly Hills Cop, Eddie Murphy used one. Death Wish 3, yeah, supporting character used one. Yeah. But that's enough. I mean, I think that uh, there's probably something there. Like you say, and that's just movies, right? There's always TV, uh -huh. too. And that's, that was about a third of the list. That got us through, like, the 90s. There was still a ton of movies that used that gun. Yeah. But... That's what it depends on, right? So now you're talking somebody who's like bought enough firearms to be buying guns because they saw them in a movie. I mean, I don't think there's too many people with those movies that are going to go, not really into guns, but love that movie so much. I got to get whatever this gun is called, what, a Browning High Power? I'm going to go get one. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They're going to go get 1911 that way, but I don't know about a private high power. Yeah. Thing is, Do they get used in competitions a lot? Will they get used up? Will there be fewer of them? They seem to me like a safe queen type of gun, like range gun, where there's very little use or negligence that's going to happen to them, so they're all going to exist. Like, they're not going to diminish, which usually is necessary for a gun, like a model, to go up in value. Like, mm -hmm. there has to be few of them, and then they have to get destroyed somehow, so there's very, very few, right? Yeah. Either they got to be super desirable, and there's just not enough, like a, any of the Colts, the pythons and the diamondbacks and all those things. Nobody was using those. They're not getting used up, but there's just not enough of them out there. There's a ton of brownings. I don't think they're, I don't know, maybe people are wearing them out uh, in shooting competitions and stuff. Do people use them for that? Mm. I don't know, but I kind of want one. This nine millimeters of fad. It's not going to really keep going that much longer. Well, I'm a nerd, and somebody used one in a video game that I like, so I want it. See, right there, we we just proved the theory. 
That's exactly why I want a, uh, an HK VP70Z. They don't make those anymore. They're expensive. They're not like super rare. They're out there, but you know, they're definitely more expensive than what you should be paying for a double stacked high point with crappy sights and an 18 pound trigger. Well, and the uh, fun switch feature disabled if you ever found the uh, a transferable stock to go with it. Yeah, well, it's got a completely different frame. The frame won't even accept the stock, even if you find one. Okay. Or an ancient KP7, which have really, really shot up in well, like the last five years or so. That's the one with the squeeze cocker, right? It's the squeeze cocker with the delayed, um, or the gas delayed blowback. It's got a, you know, the Walther CCP. It's based the same basic um, operating principle as that. It's only much, much better made. So it's got a little, well, it's a 45. But in front of the chamber, there's just a little gas port. And that connects to a little piston that attaches to the front of the frame or front of the slide. So once the uh, gun fires that gas vents and it's literally pushing the slide forward or locking it forward. And then once it, um, it bleeds off enough pressure that the, it'll vent the pressure from that cylinder and it'll start the recoil or the recoil uh, cycle. Couple I've held, they're nice little pistols. Just not um, four digit nice. So Sarge is out there talking about how the, he thought the nine millimeter or the he thought the high power was the uh, Browning's nine millimeter answer to the 45 1911. And when uh, Dead Horse and I were at that Browning Museum, not too long ago, what, a month or so ago, um, there's a pretty interesting infographic there that talks all about how uh, that is actually, this sort of like a Snopes type of thing. It, it shows all the, the invalidity to that assumption. And it's just, uh, it turns out it's just a mental glitch that 9mm shooters have to try to compensate for their narrow caliber. Yep. I thought it thought it was his uh, answer to the uh, European market because they've got uh, weaker wrists. Well, I mean, that's why they shoot the 9mm, but they brought in a bunch of therapists and so sociologists, and they, they did some in-depth testing on the 9mm brain functions, and they, they figured that out. That's a coping mechanism. They try to change history, feel better about their caliber. Right. So, um, I own a Type One AK-47. My friends want one now, but they would have to do a lot of paperwork. I did in minus full auto. I heard it was long gone before most things was signed. Yeah, Browning was dead before it. You know, was he senile, old man, and he was just doing it as a joke? It's like a Christmas present for a child or something. We don't know because he, he unfortunately he you know he passed away. But yeah, a lot of there's a lot of theories that he was making that as a, a Christmas present for a small child. 
And I believe it was a Frenchman who finished it. So, yeah. Well, that's actually how uh, we ended up with the Smith and Wesson uh, squeeze cock revolvers. This guy wanted something that his uh, kid wouldn't be able to accidentally uh, use. Really? Yeah. The um. Okay, for anyone out in the audience or who listens to this later. Um, shoot, I don't have a, do I have a revolver down? Nope, that's an MMP. Um, basically, the squeeze cock revolvers are, if you look at them, picture of like an old J-frame, uh, Smith & Wesson, how it's got the real uh, kind of swoopy or real curved back strap. Basically, what a guy did is he took metal out of the back strap, put like a... Um, piece of metal that kind of contoured along the same lines on the back strap. And he had it, had like a little spring in there to where like a full, full grown man or adolescence could depress that safety. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sarge. It's always nice to know I'm appreciated. Um, I lost my train of thought. Thank you. Um, basically it was enough or there was enough resistance to where like a small child couldn't depress that, uh, if you want to call it a grip safety, I guess, but a regular person could, so. And more dead air. I thought you were still explaining it. Blue Steel is saying, I heard he was long gone before most of that thing was designed, and the fact that it was to be a 9 millimeter is what killed him. Yep, that's a lot of people think there's some validity to that theory. Mm-hmm. It was too much for an old man to contemplate a metric caliber. Um, Midnight saying it was that the 9 millimeter was actually supposed to replace those pop cork guns that had the attached string. And they slightly overpowered the round so that toddlers couldn't handle it. You, you don't want the toddler sucking on lead. No. It's probably not good. Well, there's some debate. So has anybody had a cork gun or a pop gun that was good? Not a little kid one? Not a cork gun. No. Not a good one. Mm, I bet you there was some was... back in the day when they didn't care about things being dangerous. I'll bet you there was some really, like, a marshmallow you. gun. Yeah, that shot the little marshmallows. Yeah, had a decent one of those made out of PVC, like a little slide fire. Well, back when the Boy Scouts and the Cub Scouts were the Boy Scouts and the Cub Scouts, um, yeah, we actually built our own uh, pop guns. Except, though, we didn't have we weren't fancy enough to have actual quarks. It was like the little, uh, uh. Kind of like the mail to the ends for cardboard mail mailing tubes, only smaller. Cork is the next round that the FBI is considering. Well, it would help with their over over penetration and uh, lack of accuracy. Cork gun. So some sort of like a cap for a tube or a bottle or something, and you were just able to get those cheap or something, and then make the the things to shoot those? Yeah, more or less. It was, uh, or like was a it... rough-shaped-out rough piece of 2x4 
that was kind of like a um, kind of like a handle on kind of shaped like the handle on a M3 grease gun almost. And then it was just a dowel with a uh, little piece of rubber that they punched out and just screwed onto the end of it. Then you just put the PVC pipe over it and you kind of kind of like a slam fire shotgun almost. Hmm. So literally just the compressed air would pop the end thing off and shoot it down. Mm-hmm. So uh, back in the day there, well, I mean, I'm sure they still do the, in Cub Scouts, you do a, um, how do they call that thing? Soapbox? No. The uh, Pinewood Derby. Pinewood Derby. And you'd basically get us parameters. Like the thing can be this large. It has to fit on the track. You know, it has certain dimensions. It has to fit, you know, within. Uh, it has to be a certain weight. And aside from that, it's up to you to design it. Now, I don't think on something that little aerodynamics have much to do with it, but there were certainly things you could do to make it faster than just doing nothing and making it like a square block that, you know, with the wheels just randomly anywhere. Mm-hmm. So people would put some sort of effort into coming up with better ones just for the pride of, you know, winning a race or whatever. I don't remember if you even got anything other than like congratulations or like some kind of little trophy. You know, it was, it was nothing. Yeah, yeah, like when I was in, you had either like a little certificate or a little medal. And then if it was, if you're the first in your uh, group, then you went up against everyone else who was first. And if you won that, you got to go to the, um, I think it was like the council, council yeah, races. Whatever that's called. Yeah. Like that was about the biggest, like there might be some amount, of, but it wasn't like everybody's, that get they didn't get that much attention to it. You know, it'd be like a blip on the radar during the year. Like you'd do it for a couple of months and then you'd forget about it again. But uh I'm wondering if people if there's an opportunity to do something like that with um well whatever we're calling compressed air guns, uh little pop guns for making projects like that with kids though. Maybe there's a way to do some sort of a Pinewood Derby except a pop gun derby or something where everybody gets a bunch of pop guns and then do some kind of postal match or something, do something like a set of challenges with your pop gun, like be able to shoot it accurately and then distance and then something for stopping power, like be able to knock down some thing. Yeah. Like a can or like a two liter bottle, like something everybody can get a hold of. And then you could video your, your pop guns achievements at that. Use whatever ammo you want. And we can see what ammo works best. Um, you know, that shit, that site destructible, in instructables instructables i thought it was indestructibles but anyway that site how they basically just show a bunch of directions it's a bunch of diy collaborations and sharing projects and stuff mm-hmm. uh, maybe you know something of that in that theme hmm. that could work all right well so Again, it's getting kind of slow. We've got 17 people out there. We kind of got a burst of conversation going. And then it's going to like prison carry. I don't know what they're talking about out there now. Pay no attention to the fry cook. He's still recovering from his uh, slip and fall. Oh, he fell down when he was at the store today? Um, oh, I think he did the splits at work the other day on one of his non-slip mats. So... Might be a little cranky. Um, 
I think it's awesome that Midnight put himself out there to uh, give advice to us, maybe some of us guys who aren't cooks, <laughs> everyday cooks, to help us out with our holiday meals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm boiling my turkey, so I'm going to boil it in skim milk, I think, and then maybe to a temperature about 120 degrees, and then it'll be nice and pink and milky. Get that uh, extra extra juicy red juice that uh, comes out of it. Yeah, the like pink milk that's in the center. Mm, that's the, some of the best stuff right there. Peanut butter. I was thinking more like a mint. Bunch of peppermint in the milk. Mm. Mm, rub peanut butter on a turkey and caramelize it. Mm. Oh no! You, you just you just inject it right in, either under the skin or just wherever the giblet bag was. Well, I don't know if you've ever had peanut butter chicken, but all right. Well, so I think we're going to do a show tomorrow. Um, well, I'm going to leave that plastic bag in there for sure. Uh, and you, you get all the uh, all that extra hydrocarbons to give you energy. Yeah, if anybody's still awake tomorrow, um, a lot of you people get do your trip to fans, you pass out, you know, laying in the streets and stuff. But uh, those that that haven't overdosed on it, you can uh, stay tuned for another show. It sounds like Yankee won't be doing a show. Who else does shows on Thursdays? Does Sarge does a Thursday show? He does at 9 p.m., I believe. I don't know about Clover. Clover's just going rogue now. I don't think he goes live anymore. I think he still likes guns, but I don't know. Let's see. I think Clover's has like another 60 days in YouTube jail or 30 days or something. Dude, he won't go back off of YouTube until after SHOT Show. If he even goes back, he'll probably just get used to being on those other platforms. We talked about it in other shows before, but you know, YouTube is big or whatever, blah blah blah. But it's not that big. There's bloggers out there that have audiences of thirty thousand people. That's thirty thousand people that go to a website and read a blog, or else have some sort of delivery system to get a blog and then go to the effort of reading the blog and stuff. So uh, you might find out. See, he says he's out there. Yeah. You might find out that he's got more fun interacting with people. You know, on a format that doesn't hate him and his in his community and his interests and his rights, his property. But he could also jump over on gun channels and have a link. Uh-huh. But uh I don't know. Anyway, let's say we're going to have a show tomorrow. I don't know. I was asking him if he's going to have a show tomorrow. So now he's out there. He can tell us if he's having a show tomorrow. Even though he's got a link on the gun show side, he can just jump in here and tell us himself. And we'll just wait with that air till then. Um, is, did anybody decide if they were going to do something live on the gun channels as a pre-Turkey Day event? We talk about all the limbs and extremities of birds you're going to eat, as well as different ways you're going to cook other food with it. That's all that happens on Thanksgiving, right? There's no gifts or anything. 
Oh no, people watch sports. Also, they'll talk about sports probably. Food and shooting. That's that's our Thanksgiving tradition. Food and shooting. Mm-hmm. Do you take the food out and go shooting and eat at like a picnic type of thing, or come back and eat, or do you? Oh no. And then go we shoot? eat. We eat early, like around noon, one o'clock. Then we go out shooting. Then we come back and eat again. <laughs> Same food, kind of like a lunch and a dinner on Thanksgiving, like a big, you know, Thanksgiving lunch and dinner. So I think he's saying me question mark nope, meaning he's not going to do a show on Thursday. No Thursday show. Hmm. So you're saying you eat the same food? You go, you eat one set of food, you go out and do shooting and eat the rest of that food, or it's, yeah, it's, but I make a lot of different stuff, right? So there's a lot of variety there, so you could totally kind of come back and get like you know, the second time, pretty much all completely different stuff, right? Because there's going to be like a macaroni casserole, a green bean casserole. There's, you know, of course, turkey, ham, you know, so it's like, like, I kind of, I've always kind of gone all, all out because it's cooked a lot of food, you know, and then that's left, that's food all week. <laughs> you know, we're, we, we're having Thanksgiving for like the next week, you know, <laughs> with the leftovers. Which turkey leftovers are better than the turkey on Thanksgiving? Just like turkey sandwiches, turkey and rice soup. And just the leftovers are like are even better than the meal. So that's what I look forward to. Just being able to grab turkey sandwiches out of the fridge like all week. So you're not going to pull a Yankee and just get a discounted turkey just so you can make turkey sandwiches? So it's uh, Clover's birthday, so that's why he's not doing a show. He doesn't want to do a show on his own birthday. Uh, I'm taking it since Clover said thanks to Patriot in the dark. Uh, it is his birthday today or tomorrow, so happy birthday, bud. I think he said it's tomorrow. Okay. So he was born on Thanksgiving. He's Thanksgiving baby. I believe that means your parents were doing it in Easter. So, just FYI, your parents were doing it in Easter. Well, you know, it is it is springtime, and plus rabbits and eggs are all pagan oh, yeah. symbols of fertility in that, so. So he's going to be 29. So pretty soon he'll be hitting the big 3-0. And in a couple of years, he can run for president. So keep that in mind. People uh, over for president, what would it be, 2024? Something like that. Um, anybody else going to do a Thursday show then? Nobody wants Instagram, dude. I don't even have my phone around half the time. Unless I'm out doing something. Instagram needs to do like a, a computer version. What are, are you going to jump on Discord at all, Clover? I feel like it's weird that we have to chat with Clover through the whole internet and all these other people are involved in our conversation. Hmm. They're all bullying me to do Discord. And then I go over to Discord and there's like three people over there who are also bullying me to do more Discord. Uh, so it looks like Midnight's birthday is Sunday. And he's looking for presents, I guess. 
we'll see if we can't get you that super jumble deluxe uh, slim jim pack there buddy so it might take a couple weeks and it might be half stale and eaten by the time you get it but we might get you one that's like a subscription pack where each month a new shaft of meat is delivered yeah, it's kind of like a hybrid between that, uh, what was it, Omaha Steaks and the Fruit of the Month Club. It's Slim Jim, but it's like Slim Jim Light or Slim Jim Loco or Slim Jim. Honestly, I think it's just the same same processed meat in a different package, but uh, he, he doesn't need to know that. A Sunday, not this Sunday. Well, way to be confusing, Midnight. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh. All right, so uh, they're talking about hors d'oeuvres over on the uh, Gun Channel side. So back in the day, uh, when I started hating Thanksgiving, they would all get together at, like, some point in the morning and start getting together and eating out of, what do you call these things where you plug them in? You can make pancakes. No, no, you can. They're like a fry pan, sorta, or squarish. And uh, I've seen people make pancakes in them before, but they kind of just simmer stuff. They're like almost like a. They're a step up from like a hot pat plate. Anyway, uh, electric griddle. Kind of like they're either more like a pan than a just a flat griddle, though. Anyway, there'd be a bunch of these things out, and crock pots and shit like that, and there'd be all kinds of things from like meatballs to this and that and the other thing. And uh, it would be food like that, like all morning, and, and, then, and then food for Thanksgiving. Like, I don't know. It seems like a lot of people I'm hearing talk about their Thanksgivings. It's like, oh, like a, a bird, a single bird. So I don't know how big your families are, but like a single bird, and then like some kind of potato, a single potato dish, uh, some kind of bread, some kind of stuffing or cranberries or something like that. Nobody's ever talked about vegetables and then like multiple things like we would have people over and then it would be like enough food for if there was like five times the amount of people there so there'd be i guess it was with the intent of having all leftovers like you guys were saying but there'd be a shit ton of stuff and there'd be like when dead horse was saying they'd leave and come back you know you'd eat and then you'd go do stuff and then you'd come back and wail on food again but it would be different yep So I'm gonna I'm gonna start cooking at a six in the morning tomorrow to get done by one so we can eat at one, and then literally as soon as we're done eating, we just, we just got shooting for a couple hours, come back, eat again, <laughs> you know, watch movies at that point, and just lounge around their house for the rest of the night. So you're feeding them all during the time you're cooking for the one o'clock feeding, or no, just no, that's just everything because I'm making like a pumpkin pie from scratch, you know, like all the casseroles from scratch, like. You know, so it's like I don't cook like everything I'm doing. I'm a, it's a uh, infrared oilless deep fryer, is how I'm cooking my turkey with propane, and propane accessories. And that just to cook the turkey is going to take four hours because it's a 22 pound turkey. So you should try my boiling method. You just simmer sort of like with a warm milk. And then, you know, maybe like three quarters of the way up the turkey, you're gonna, it's going to get a real chewy, tough, like kind of cold temperature. And then, like you said, real bloody milk in the middle. 
and it only takes like two hours. So it's really fast. Oh, I use a little thermometer, and I once it reaches 165, I still usually go for like another half an hour past that. Like a lot of people, as soon as it's like the internal temps like 165, they're like, oh, it's done. But like I'll still go like 30 minutes, like well past that, maybe even an hour past that. I, I like my my turkey uh well well uh well cooked crispy outside. I know a lot of times when I've been to like food safety classes and stuff, they'll say like whatever, one at sixty five, one eighty five, two hundred sometimes. I think for birds it's like one eighty five or something, right? But you know, one hundred is enough. If it's pink in the middle, it's okay. You have to like beef rare. The pink is a sign of freshness and vitality. <laughs> there you go. It's like chicken veal. So uh, looks like Gary got his uh, swag pack too. So I forget what he ordered. He probably ordered the uh, Gun Channel's Range Rise, these little ones. And uh, he had one on Friday. We did those two giveaways. And him and uh, Cycle rigged it so that they would win. So we got all this other swag also. You just posted a picture of it. That's over on gun channels. All right, so Gary, I think, also had a link. He didn't jump in, though, so. We won't take it personally. We'll just end the show. Mm, probably um, the best. Yeah, I've been trying to do that for a while now. Um, oh, if you want to chop up some green beans and put them in there, Patriot. That's a great idea. I would just use frozen green beans into the milk. Delicious. Well, you know, if you get them real fine, it's almost like one of those uh, one of those uh, hippie uh, protein shakes. Oh, no, no. Just leave them full. Frozen green beans float around in that milk. You're real good. Um, <laughs> taters is gone, I guess. Uh... Dead horse. Anything yep. going for this? Um, yeah, we'll probably do uh, throw up a live lobby because I'm going to be up for another couple hours. So I'm thinking there might be some people who have the day off tomorrow and want to chat further and be part of it all and chat. So jump over to Gun Channels. That's what it's all about. Continue the conversation on guns. Five years going. And uh, we will see you all tomorrow, I guess. Oh, they had something here. I guess I know. I'll do this. The guys and gals of gunwebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thanks for watching gunwebsites.com.